morning, everybody. I'm with Guy Haywood, my friend, business partner, and Goodman Masson's chief executive. Guy has just completed the Marathon de Sable in 71st place out of 1,200 competitors. Um, just to sort of give you a little bit of a, um, well, yeah, not real insight, but what the what the pitch says this is 250 kilometers across the sahara desert running across the sahara desert um it's described as the toughest foot race on earth six days across the desert carrying what you need to live on your back um just to sort of put you in context of what the this, this is the sales pitch i love this um it will be hard your feet will swell, they will crack, they will bleed as you cross the world's hottest desert. The fourth day will take you out of the Sahara morning into dusk, dark and beyond as you cover more than 80 kilometres in one relentless stage of running. Hi, Guy. Why the hell <laughs> Hi, Paul. would you, you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, good. <laughs> So I'm because I was laughing. I missed your, missed your question. Well, your, why the hell would you do that? Well, Paul, we've we, we, we've sort of outside of this podcast recording a bit of talked about this. Um, um, well, I, I've 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 just turned fifty. Um, in the last five, six, nearly seven years now, I've put an annual um, event or sporting challenge into my diary. Um, what started with a as many sort of, a, you know, you, you do your Olympic triathlons and you graduate into the Ironman world. You then think, what's next? When you research what's next, um, the MDS comes up. And when you read about the Marathon de Sable, it, it, it's kind of captivating. And then you think, is running 250 kilometres or six marathons in five days across the Sahara, that's bonkers, that's nuts, that's not possible. Then you think, well, actually, maybe it is possible. Then you think, actually, I'm going to make sure it is possible and you go and do it. So that's that's the journey. And that's why that's why I did it. OK, so what aspects of it in going into it, what aspects of it were you afraid of? What should anyone who's thinking of it doing it be afraid of? <laughs> what was I afraid of? Fear of not finishing, fear of not completing anything is actually what, what personally put that, that that influences and drives me. Um, so what was my biggest fear? My biggest fear was probably speaking to you and saying, Paul, I didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> so that that was my biggest fear of non-completion. Non-completion, but you but you weren't afraid, you know, when, when we talked about that sales pitch before, um, you know, you must have known that you were facing up to, you know, a, a physical, a mental ordeal um, by choice um, yeah. Yeah. that that uh, that was, um, to put it mildly, extreme. But you weren't scared of the you weren't you're, you're saying you weren't scared of the pain. You weren't scared of getting lost in the night somewhere in the Sahara on your own. None of that bothered you. Well, I, no, I wasn't actually, because I think when you make that decision to enter something like the MDS, um, and this is what I'm hoping anyone at home thinking, shall I do the MDS? I think but this is part of the podcast. 
I think the moment I made that decision, Paul, I then immersed myself into a world of pre preparation, which is both physical and mental training. And I knew if I'd done both the mental and physical training, then actually the, what the MGS threw at me, I could I could cope with. So let's talk about the mental training. Um, we, 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 was was that was that something that um, you had uh, you were that the organisers help you with, um, or is it something that you're left to deal with on your own? Um, look, look, there's there's there, they, there, there's there is the MDS Expo, which is a you know a day of listening to people speak. You can read in places about 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 the mental threat but again back to this reason for the podcast i do feel if you're considering the mds that, that, that i didn't personally didn't find a lot 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 of lot of help but from from but from the mental men, mental preparation side paul um um that that came in sort of three or four areas it, it was um just the preparation of your body for discomfort which sounds a bit weird but if you are if you are going on long runs and you're going on frequently long runs or you're doing um, a high intensity fast training day you know your body's gonna gonna be telling you to stop if you're doing that frequently your mental strength improves well it certainly did for me um, I think you have to accept that running is uncomfortable but providing in a weekly basis you've got your consistency and frequency of running that helps you with your mental prep because your body gets used to being in discomfort um and and i can only, again only speak from 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 myself you're training in unpleasant conditions and that no matter what the weather was cold hot raining boxing day christmas day you went out and you did your training run personally paul i really dislike running in the morning so when my, so i would i would twice a week or once or twice a week set my alarm for five o'clock oh my god i'm getting up but i got up and i then did a i don't know a 10 or 15k run so your body gets used to being in this world of discomfort uh, so, so there's a there's a, a capability that you can develop to suffer 100 percent yeah, and it's and it's a consistent. And I'm repeating a little bit. I'm repeating. It's just that consistency of putting yourself in that position of being uncomfortable. Right, and um, and so anybody who's thinking of doing this, would you say that's an essential part of being ready for it? Well, um, I went to the MDS to run. I think if you're going to the NDS to run as much as you possibly can, I would say that type of mental preparation is essential. Yes. Right. And but one of the things we've talked about you know, informally since you got back um, is the blisters you suffered on your feet, um, the bandaging that was necessary of your feet, the loss of your toenails. Um, yeah. You, um, no one can can prepare themselves for that. You're not. I presume you were never going to uh, rip your toenails off and um, give yourselves blisters and then go for a run. You can't have been prepared for that. Look, you can't be, Paul. Look, I, I had numerous blisters. I've, I've lost both my big toenails now. 
Um, but look, I had some, my, my, I had some great people in my tent. Um, two or three of them had very little feet problems. One of which didn't complete because his blisters were truly shocking. I mean, well, even though you go to the med center every night to have your feet bandaged and taped, even after that, you know, blood was seeping through. So he was in a really bad way. I, I wasn't quite at that point, Paul, but you just you then you deal with the fact that it's a it's a blister, not a bad blister, if that makes sense. You can't just pop a compede on it and move on. <laughs> you can't just pop a compede on it, no. Right. OK. Uh, uh, okay. Um, right. Th th that's for anybody thinking about this, that's going to be hard to going to be hard to compute. Once you're running with the blisters, do you stop? Do you stop feeling them? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. OK. So so it, it's 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 manageable. My feet were manageable. Yes, they were painful. And I, I had my feet seen to most evenings, but it was manageable for me. Yes. Right. OK. And um, and let's talk about that. Let's let, let's talk some more about the physical prep, the physical preparation. Yeah. I mean, you talked already about getting up at five o'clock in the morning for runs. If somebody wants to be physically prepared for this, it sounds as though the, the very first level of qualification before you think about it is that you should be an Ironman. Is that true? <laughs> no, it isn't, true. It isn't true at all. Not at all. Um, no, no, it re really isn't. Um, 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 but again, if you're, if you, if, if you're, if, if I went there to run, if you're going there to run, you need your prep pool. What did I do? Um, and again, I would, I, I, I personally would recommend it to anybody who's seen back doing the MDS. I did two things. Um, you know, I started running as six, give or take six, seven years ago. Um, I went to see a guy called Shane Benzie. Um, who, who, who is Shane? He's a very charismatic, warm, great guy, and he's a he's a movement and running coach. And Paul, I went to see him in here in a, uh, a little cricket ground in Reading, and he recorded how I ran. He said, "Guy, you are definitely in the bottom ten percent of runners that I've ever seen." <laughs> okay. Thanks, Shane. But but he taught me how to run poppy. That was really that was really that was really useful. And then the other thing in terms of physical training, Paul, you know, I, 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 you know, I got myself a running coach and I, um, you know, I, I, I um, end up using Elizabeth Barnes, who's won the MDS twice, that she very kindly, not very kindly, but also but obviously that, that was that that was her role as a coach. She built a train of 13 then a then a fifth, you know, 16, 17 week training plan for me that I followed. And that was that was really useful. Right. And and um, you talked about he taught you how to run because you were in the bottom 10 percent. What does that mean, Guy? Taught you how to um, run. Again, again, anyone listening, when you I was running like I was walking. So when I was running, my heels were coming down first. So every time the heel hits the floor, it's a break. I had to very simply. I had to learn to run on the heel, on, on the on the on the, the ball of my ball of my toes, which most people do anyway. I didn't. Um, um, with Elizabeth, she then um, gave me my training plan. So pretty much consisted Paul of running every day. Thursday was my day off. Friday was my long run. So maybe Monday eight k, Tuesday ten, Wednesday twelve. 
Thursday day off, Friday 30, Saturday 10, Sunday 10. That was my that was my routine, give or take. And what about your knees? I mean, you know, I, I mean, even the training program, I, I, I suspect that a lot of people's knees wouldn't put up with it. Uh, yeah, I, I, you have many niggles along the way and you just drop the training. I, I had sore knees and I had sore muscles, but you just drop those. But, but I think, again, my message is just this free, the frequency of running that you do, your body gets used to running. And, and, yeah. and one, one of the tips, Paul, I was given was don't do long runs, long run, long runs. Just get your body used to not fully recovering then running again so for so so quite often on a saturday i would do a 10k run in the morning and then do a 10k run in the evening so two 10k runs in a day yeah no i i it it, it kind of it kind of makes it kind of makes sense um and i and i i from some of my own experiences i can understand i can understand how that worked but it it's 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 still kind of coming across guy as something that feels normal to you yet for the rest of us you know anybody thinking about this it's going to sound like a massive commitment but paul but i i i was that person two years ago you know i wasn't running like that i just decided i wanted to do the mds and if people are considering doing the mds again the training schedule that i was given was anywhere between 50 and 80k a week which is easily doable it really is um, and that gives you that that will get gives you your physical preparation to go and enter. And guy, because one last point, um, yes. because of COVID, you yeah. faced a cancellation. You know, and I know what it's like. You know, you you get yourself very the mental preparation. You're very locked onto the date. Um, you know, you you're building yourself up so you absolutely mentally and physically ready to go and then you hear bang it's off how did you get yourself past that well hopefully um people considering doing the mds won't have won't be in that situation again because true won't prevent it so um oh paul i would just take four weeks off five weeks off and start training again i wanted to do the mds covid wasn't going to stop me and you just just get on with it, don't you, really? I I, I guess so, Guy. I guess so. Yeah. Guy, thank you. Um, join Guy and I for the second podcast where we're going to talk about Guy's experience of the actual race itself. And hopefully that will give you um, even more insights into um, what it was like. And if you're considering doing it, some help in making that decision. Thank you very, very much, Guy. Thanks, thanks Paul.